Wednesday podcast, one of the first, actually probably the first podcast to ever come out on a Wednesday, and I do not say that lightly, and I'm coming in heavy right now because this is, I promised, excuse me, I promised, ooh, listen to those pipes, these pipes, let's just say they have no rust on them, these are clean pipes, ladies and gentlemen, we got some clean pipes, ain't no gunk in these hippos. Um, uh, we, and by the way, I, I believe it was last episode I was losing my voice, so hopefully that doesn't happen today, but this is, let me just say this, this is my podcast, and a couple months ago, maybe it was weeks ago, maybe I've been teasing this for the past year and a half, what if I, what if just someone else did this podcast today and I didn't bring it up? <laughs> How funny would that be if there was a voice, it sounded enough like mine. But it was clearly somebody else, and it was never acknowledged. But they were—they did the exact same. Like, say this podcast was scripted; it could not be less scripted. But there was just another guy doing the podcast, and then I'm like, "Hey, I'm back!" Didn't even announce a guest host; just another human being. Think about that for the next 38 minutes as I do this podcast. But the point here is, is that I don't—I don't lie. I keep my promises, and a few months ago, maybe a year ago, I said, what would happen if I recorded this podcast in the morning, and you all were like, Blake, nah, there's no chance you'll ever do that, because as you all know, I like to record this podcast, generally, I hate to record this podcast, generally at 3 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern Time, but... Here we are. What time is it? Very early in the morning. It is, and I'm recording this on a Monday. This is the day, uh, the week I filmed my special. So I uh, can't do it on my normal Tuesday. So I'm going because that's my travel day. And then I'm filming the special Thursday, um, November 18th, 2021 at 8 p.m. in Charleston, South Carolina. So if you know anyone in Charleston, this is the last time I'll plug it. Look, oh, I'll probably plug it again at the end of the episode, but if you know anyone in the Charleston, South Carolina area, head head over to that link I put in this episode notes and uh, get tickets because they're going. These tickets, oh, they're moving, baby. They're moving a lot like my hips whenever Shaggy comes on the radio. Blake, do you listen to radio stations? Yes. Do you listen to radio stations that play Shaggy? Oh, yes. So that's where we're at right now. Um... Oh, so this is uh this is being recorded on Monday, and it's being recorded early in the morning. It's four thirty in the morning right now, and if you listen closely, you hear nothing. You hear nobody stirring, not a rabbit, not a shrew, not even a construction worker. That's how early this is being recorded. It's actually a little after ten a.m., um, which for me is. It's not early at all, but it is early to be uh, doing entertainment-related things or, or to be performing. Because normally, 
um, I perform at night. And honey, we've flipped the switch. So, well, it's basically like we're having a, like breakfast or brunch together, if you think about it, which might be a better vibe for this podcast because this podcast has been an afternoon podcast, but maybe it makes sense for it to be a morning podcast. When do you listen to Blake's Takes, for God's sakes? We will be taking calls later in the hour. But it made me think. I'm like, oh, should I have just to really – you know, nail home this morning vibe. Do I morning vibes? That's a thing that people post on Instagram, right? We'll be talking about Instagram. What will be t- we? What will be we be? What will we would be? Wouldn't we be uh, talking about this week on Blake's Sakes for God's sakes? Um, I couldn't come up with any topics because normally I think about them throughout the day. So I asked my fiance, "What do you want me to talk about?" And she just gave me a list of things. So this podcast is brought to you by my fiance. My fiance. Enter code Wexler for 20% off. MyFiance.com. You want a bride? We'll send one to you. Okay, that's not that's not the joke we like to make here. But before we get to that, I was thinking, oh, what if I had breakfast with you and ate breakfast on the podcast? And then I realized that all breakfast foods and also any chewing or eating into a microphone is disgusting. It's a nightmare. Now, I know asthma is a thing that you people are into, but I, I'm not into asthma. I was into Asner, but he unfortunately has passed away. So no ASMR here. But it made me think, what are the wor- what would be the worst sounds of breakfast foods that I could eat while doing this podcast? And by, by worst, I mean what will make you the most disgusted? And I think the least discussed. Right, well, let's actually just go through them because I actually don't have a list. So let's let's freewheel this son of a gun. But like, really, you didn't take the time to write out a full list. It's really not a time thing. It's what's best for the podcast. And I think what's best for the podcast is for me to to improvise, to make something out of nothing. And okay, so I was thinking one of the worst, straight up off the bat, is cereal. Now, I would imagine, so I would divide these into two categories, is a loud crunch, like, that's probably upsetting, right? I would say that's second most upsetting. And then the worst is a smush, like eating with a smush, you know, like with a a watery smush would be one of the worst sounds that you could hear. So I want to go right off to say that a cereal that's been seeping in milk or whatever you put in your cereal, perhaps a porridge, perhaps oatmeal. Here's another question. What is the difference between porridge and oatmeal? Well, I would imagine someone named uh, Babs would eat oatmeal and someone named Miss Muffet would eat porridge, right? Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet. I I think the saddest part about that Miss Muffet story and her curds and whey is that that woman was never married and all she wanted was a husband but miss muffet it is sad it is sad to get into the relationship statuses of people from um you wouldn't call that a fairy tale right what would you call that miss muffet said an old that sounds like it should be called a colloquialism but that's not what colloquialism means a colloquialism i believe is an outdated way of saying something right more colloquially known as or more simplistic way 
I don't know if that's right, but there is a honestly a, a baby dragon in my room looking at me right now, and it is it's like doing that cute little thing where it's like like, like you know like but it's like little flames shooting out of its nose, and I know it won't kill me, but that thing might burn the living heck out of my arm, and I and I'm filming a special this week, baby, so you cannot. Um, so I'd say a wet cereal, the more liquid in general, I think, the more disgusting. So let's say a cereal. Oh, God, but there is crunch there, too. I'm picturing Cheerios, like Cheerios that have been sitting, you know? I'm trying to think of what would be worse, oatmeal. You know what? I think oatmeal might be too watery in that you're not getting the full disgustingness of the oatmeal, right? It's it's sloshing, but I think the sound, there's still some crunch in a Cheerio that's been sitting for a while, so it really emphasizes and complements the the sloshiness so i'm saying a cereal that's been like oh god picture <clears throat> picture a mini wheat a frosted mini wheat and mini weight if you have to i'm a mini weight in that i weigh 102 pounds um a mini wheat would probably be very disgusting that like uh I would say that a cereal, like a soggy cereal, is a sound where I, I would I would rather have someone drinking soup or eating soup than or drinking soup. I would rather hear someone eating soup on a microphone than someone eating like a soggy cereal. Um because with a soup, it's more of like a like even like a slurp, like a slurp is like violent and gross, but then it's not constant. You know, it's like, it's almost actually that sound actually made me feel good. Made me feel like I was bringing, that I was taking in a fart. All right. That's, that's, it's not that kind of show. All right. But just in case you want to get me a Christmas present, give me a fart. Hey, what'd you get me for Christmas? I got you farts, idiot. <laughs> That's That would be like the meanest thing that you could say to a significant other. Oh, honey, there's a supply chain issue, so you should probably start shopping for your uh, Christmas presents now. Oh, uh, let's just say I'm going to go shopping right now. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Um, a, a waffle... I, th- I would say a waffle in terms of listening to what like someone would, how disgusting the sound of a breakfast could be, if you heard them chewing it into a microphone. I would say that a waffle would be on the lesser disgusting end. A pancake, however, I believe would be more disgusting than a waffle because it's less crisp. The more crispness, I think, the better it is. Um, that being said, if I go the like the other end of the spectrum, you have granola. And that's what I was thinking about eating on the podcast today. But a granola, the crunch could be deafening. So while I think a a soggy cereal, that was the sound of me eating cereal. If you hear a if the sound of a soggy cereal, 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 son of a bitch. Um, God, I'm good. Let's just say this tongue don't get twisted. Did you know the rapper Twista named himself that because he's a tongue twister? Here's the thing. I made that up, but it also might be true. That's not up to me. That's not up to me what he does in his own time. You ever mix up Twister and, and Jadakus? Jadakus. So, um, 
But granola, I, I think, is so crunchy, it's deafening, you know? So I guess it's like, what would you rather hear? Someone vomiting on the street or a jackhammer? While a jackhammer would still be... God. Is there anything worse than the sound? Like, if, if there's construction being done outside your, like, your place, and just the sound of a jackhammer, it just rattles every osmosis bone in your body. Your teeth hurt. Much like if you chew into granola too recklessly. Um, I'm trying to think of another worse. What else do people eat for breakfast? A donut. Eh. Donut. It's interesting. I would say a soft pastry could be one of the better ones because it's just chewing at that point, right? It's not even like the nature or the consistency of the food. Same with a croissant the flakiness, I feel like, could provide issues, to be honest. Um, what am I missing breakfast-wise? Ooh, yogurt's bad. Yogurt I don't even want to think about. Yogurt, I feel like eating yogurt, if you put, if you put a microphone in my mouth while um, I was eating yogurt, I feel like it would sound like a dolphin spanking another dolphin. <laughs> like with its flipper, you know? Just flippering that dolphin ass. Now, if you said, Blake, did you think you were going to say a phrase like flippering that dolphin ass today? Um, I'd say, honestly, there's a 45% chance, and that's very high. Why? Why do you always kick me when I'm high? Um, That's a song. That's just a song. So, I'd say that's that. But what other... Oh, am I missing, like, a type of breakfast food? Pasta? What if, it, like, all of a sudden, <clears throat> during the segment, like, I let it slip that, like, yeah, and then there's pasta, you know, which I think could be a little gross. But if you go back to, like, English muffins, it's like, wait, why do you eat pasta for breakfast? Oh, I don't know, because I went to Italy when I was a kid, and it just stuck. It's like, like, I don't think Italians eat pasta for breakfast. Pasta for breakfast. That sounds like a, a commercial from when we were kids, right? Pasta for breakfast? That's right. With Little Denuncio's sugar sugar pate, you can have pasta for breakfast. This tastes like trash. You're trash. Now, here in the weird part of Italy on an island that hasn't been touched by civilization since 1999, we, eat, we put sugar on our penne. Can I tell you something? I'm not positive that that wouldn't taste good, right? Because penne... Okay, let's just say <clears throat> it doesn't have to be penne. This would not work for for paschettis. Um, if you were to put butter on penne and then put sugar, cinnamon sugar on it, I cannot guarantee that that wouldn't taste good, right? Because pasta is really just a carrier for whatever's on it. It's almost like like some pasta can taste very good, but. I feel like we're trained, it's one of those things that we're trained to think that it's a dinner thing. Even though sometimes I would eat pasta for lunch when I would get free lunch when I was like a PA, which is a production uh, assistant um, on Key and Peel. And like we would order from like an Argentinian place or like, 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 it was like Brazilian slash Italian. And I would get like, I think I've said this before, but like chicken carbonara. And I'd eat that for lunch in my in my early twenties, and then just like do manual labor. And if I did that now, I would 
I would ha- I would have to take medicine. I would have to take medicine and also quit my job if I ate that in the middle of the day. Um, it's funny in the in the early days of this podcast when this podcast, by the way, if you think about it, has been recorded on both coasts. It started in Los Angeles and now it's recorded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And who knows where it'll go next? Maybe Nova Scotia, maybe Vancouver, maybe even Nunavut. Is Nunavut a place in Canada? We will be right back. And I'm going to find, is Nunavut, hold on, Nunavut, Inuvut, Nunavut, Canada. I think I got it right. Nunavut is a massive, sparsely populated territory in northern Canada. Canada. Yeah, no, it, it is Canada, forming most of the Canadian Arctic archipelago. Its islands have expressed... Sounds like a place where um, Alone should be filmed. Isn't it funny that there's a place in Canada just called Labrador? You know? Hey, where do you where do you live in Canada? Uh, Wiener Dog. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, I do want to say that the most disgusting breakfast thing that you could have, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Waffle, pancake, granola. Granola's up there, but it's not the worst. Toast. Toast could be a little... Would any of these actually like sound good to listen to? Sound? Oh, I guess I'm from Philly. Sound good? The Philadelphia Eagles are 4-6. and six. It's Victory Monday here on 94.1 WIP. You're listening to the Rocks, original rock station of Philadelphia. We got to take a call to Philadelphia. We got to, all right, 4-6. By the way, I was thinking it could be funny if I did a tour in every city that the Eagles won a game in at the end of the year. And uh, at the beginning of the season, it seemed like, oh, this that would be a very brief tour. Uh, but now, so the Eagles so far have won in Char or sorry, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, where I have not done stand up. They have, uh, did I say they've performed? They've won. They've won in Charlotte where, uh, I, they performed well in Charlotte, won that game. I've not done stand up there. They won in Detroit. I have done stand up in Detroit. They won in Atlanta. I have done stand up in Atlanta. And uh, yesterday they won in Denver, and uh, I believe in February of 2022 I'll be doing some dates in the the Denver area. So if you live in Colorado, keep an eye out. Keep you know what? What's your other eye doing? Keep that eye out too. Unless you're a chameleon, in which case I can't speak to your experience. Now, what are we going to talk about for the rest of the episode? Like I said, uh, my fiance. Um, you know, I don't usually do these early in the morning. I'm like, hey, what should I talk about? And um, she said. Uh, a th- three to four course meals, okay, pluses and minuses of those because we went out to dinner the other night and it was it was chaos. Um, wind is never good. That's another one of the takes. Uh, Instagram, because uh, uh, my fiance has uh, had her Instagram deactivated for the past year, and I believe or about a year, and I think if you don't reactivate it, you lose it, like you lose the whole thing, so she is reactivated as to uh, continue her custody of her Instagram, so uh, she's she's made some observations, I'm going to talk about those, and then um, Secession, the HBO series Secession, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but first, I guess we'll come back and we're going to talk about this three, three to four course meal war, okay, and we will be right 
I was just thinking about this, and this is a thing that um, I, by the way, this is not a joke of mine because this is, I believe, this joke has been made a thousand times, but um, I was thinking about embarrassing purchases, and a lot of comedians have had the joke, and it's a, rela- a relatable joke, is that, like, when you're younger and, like, you're making an awkward purchase or something, like, I don't know if, you know, like, uh, women had the same thing with, like, tampons like when you first like come or like I, I don't know what it is like if you're making but for guys the uh awkward purchase was like condoms or something and the joke was that you wouldn't you were so embarrassed to be buying that that like you wouldn't just like you would go in to buy condoms but like to hide that purchase you'd also like buy a bag of chips or like pasta or something you know what i mean so it's not just like oh i'm not a sex addict but in reality I guess, well, I can actually see it from both ways. So, like, I can see, like, buying condoms and being, like, I am, like, so humiliated about sex or whatever. And which, like, is what I relate to. But I can also see, like, someone being, like, oh, no, this is the response. I'm doing the responsible thing here. You know? Like, you wouldn't be embarrassed about buying, like, a reflective vest. (laughs) How funny would it be if, like, you bought a reflective vest and then, like, also a box of oreos and it's like what is this person doing tonight what are they doing are they are they uh going trick-or-treating on a runway what are they on (laughs) are they going trick-or-treating at los angeles international airport what is happening um and but then again i guess it like it's funny we get made fun of for being like or, or, or the joke there is that oh my god i'm so ashamed of having condoms i have to i have to like buy it with something but the opposite of being proud though of being like yeah i fuck you know like that's much worse right we'll be right back you're listening to npr this is a run of the mill radio station you're listening to npr Joe Biden, as he lost the Democratic Party, as Joe Manchin continues to stick his nose and getting in the way of any progress made whatsoever, but we will. The man sticks to his convictions. Is that to be is that to be respected? I argue that it isn't, and we will be right back. So this is uh some stuff that my so my fiance was not responsible for anything that I just said, but she uh so this is the first thing she wanted me to talk about. Um on Friday, which is uh, like the last day of the work week, <laughs> what if what if I felt a need to just explain everything? So on Friday, so there's seven days in a week, okay? Depending on when you start, well, this isn't even as straightforward as I thought. Because so when do you think the work when the week starts? Is does it start on Sunday or does it start on Monday? Because I believe it's like the proper way is to say that the week the first day of the week is sunday however that's the weekend so maybe we should update that shit and also the daylight savings time thing we've beaten it into the ground i um it's it just upsets me okay that's all i have to say now so we go to have uh, a date night on friday we'll go to a restaurant in uh in philadelphia that is a incredible restaurant and um, made reservations. We show up, and <clears throat> this happened the first time that we went there. Is that every once in a while you go to a place, and there's just uh, 
You know what? You can say the same thing about people, too, where you really like the person, you really like the place, but there's always some bullshit going on, you know? Like, it's not necessarily enough to not be friends with the person anymore, or it's not necessarily enough to, like, not go to the place anymore. But after a certain point, you have to be like, is it worth experiencing this this place or this person? You know, like after a certain point, you're like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not dealing with this anymore. It's not worth it. And this restaurant is unbelievable. The food is so good. But whenever, like, this is the second time we went there, there's always some sort of like argument going on. Like, there's always some tense, you know, uh, confrontation going on between employees and like, and, uh, and customers. And it's not a, uh, it's weird and it's a real it's a nice restaurant in a nice neighborhood and so we go and the first time we were there i think what and this is what the issue is i think the core issue because it's either you know either you're in a neighborhood where people are like you know generally speaking douchebags and they get in arguments with service people and that's like a bad vibe you know or you have a restaurant that employs uh that like who the person in charge there is a dick and that that uh that that oh yeah yeah hey Blake what happened when you moved back to Philadelphia um I would say all my whole like since I was uh, an adult life of trying to train an accent out of my voice um I completely relapsed into a Philadelphia accent so um accent accent accentual excelsior so um or there's a, you know, the, the person running the place is a dick. But I think I figured it out. So I was trying to realize, like, is the manager here an asshole? Is, are, are the people who go here pricks? And I don't necessarily think it's that. I think, so the issue there is that it's, you have to order, it's not like an a la carte menu, which is like a standard menu, you know, where it'll be like, oh, I'll have, uh, you know, the soup. And, um, oh, I'll choose one of these entrees, and then I think that's all I want. Or, like, hey, I think I'll just have, like, three appetizers or something. So here, it's one of those, like, and by the way, I, I know a lot of you know what, a, like, a three-course meal is, um, but some of you don't. So at this restaurant, and I say some of you don't because I didn't. <laughs> no, 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 I do, I do. I, 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 I somewhat knew. I didn't know that you had to be required to order this way. So at uh, some nicer restaurants... Um, it's like, oh, you have to get a, a three-course meal. So you choose one appetizer, one, um, like, main thing, and one dessert. And I think that the people coming here did not realize that that was the case. I think that's where the um, the uh, the tension comes from. So... First, the diners come and you have an idea of like, oh, like I'm going to get this tonight. And then the, uh, the wait, what is the proper term? A waiter. And then the waiter says, uh, hey, uh, so, so, you know, this is a, you have to order a three course meal for X amount of money or a four course meal for X amount of money. And then that kind of, and this just goes back to people just do not like being told what to do. And it's, it is a thing where it's, you know, it goes back to the vaccine also, where why are people so annoying about putting on masks? Why are people so annoying about getting the vaccine? They just don't like being told what to do. 
It's crazy. Even though this in in the vaccination mask case, it's a hundred percent good for you. Like good for you. I think the people would rather be like, oh, why don't I, I'll just get it, but don't tell me to get it. You know, it's this very weird American thing. So um, here, I think people, you know, oh, like at that restaurant, it's like, oh, I would probably order a three course meal, you know, but I would never order it. I don't want to be told to order it. So that initially rubs people the wrong way. And I think they get angry that they're told to order a three course meal. And I don't think it's particular to this place. I think if you went to any restaurant and were told, hey, um, you're paying for this, but you're not allowed to order like what you'd like exactly what you'd like to order, even though you'd probably end up ordering exactly what you would order if we hadn't put this thing in uh in progress and process, if we hadn't put this uh the system in place. And um so we get there, people are already arguing. People are like, Oh, well, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. So I so we were in a weird mood where we anticipated an argument like I think when you're surrounded by as, as a human being if you're, if you're surrounded by tension even though the tension is not addressed at you you're already anticipating like a fight you know so we sit down and the people are like hey like you need to order uh or the the waiter was like hey you need to order um a three-course meal and then I was like, oh, well, I guess I generally wouldn't get dessert, but whatever, I'll do it. Like, this isn't like, this is actually less expensive, I think, than if I blah, blah, blah. And, but my fiance has a eating, um, has eating restrictions because she has an allergy. So she's like, well, it's already limited for me. So why do I have to do this? And she was like more, by the way, aggressive for her is like normal for anybody else. And I think we were like really, really tense. We were just sitting there like, what the fuck just, why are we so angry at everybody? Like, why are we gearing up for a fight? Like we both have like our clench, like our, our fists clench, clenched. Like she, she has her hand in her, in her, uh, her pocketbook and has mace in it just in case, you know, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm exaggerating, but yeah. Anyway, I do think with a three course, I don't understand. I guess I don't understand it. So why do you have to order a three course meal? I guess it's because they want you to spend more, right? So here's my take on this. I I don't like that. I don't like the three that being required to order X amount of courses. What I honestly would rather do if it's a matter of money thing, I would rather them being like, hey, you have to hit a minimum being here. You know, because at least that I would have choice, right? Because is that weird? I actually stand by that. Like, I would much rather be like, hey, and I, I know that's like kind of gauche, you know, but I would rather go out to a restaurant and be like, hey, just so you know, you have to spend $100 tonight. And I would be like, okay, that's strange. But by the way, it was a BYOB too. Does that help? So they couldn't get alcohol sales. So I would imagine it is a money thing. But honestly, I would rather them say, hey, you need to spend $100 tonight rather than you need to order these three types of food, you know? Because maybe I just want two pastas, no dessert, no appetizer. How about that? What if I looked them in the eyes and I said, two pastas, please, and you can choose which ones. And then they give it to me. I'm like, I didn't order these. (laughs) So there's that. Not a fan of the multiple course meal now what is the next topic that my fiance wrote up for uh, wrote up for me let's see um wind 
<laughs> okay, let's move into wind. Now, I know a lot of you have been uh, have been wanting to talk about wind on here for quite some time. So, um, let's uh, w- let's get right into it because I don't want to I don't want to deny my fans the uh, the right to talk about wind. Um, and this is a good point because it's funny. Wind always bad, breeze always good. So I think it is almost a a marketing PR thing, right? So here's my take. Wind bad, breeze good. Now, because you wouldn't be laying on a beach on a hot day and be like, oh, some nice wind just came in. Actually, I would probably say that, but I think the average person would be like, oh, well, oh, oh, oh like a, a nice breeze came in. Breeze good, wind, oh shit, our umbrella's gonna fly away. Like, that's the difference. And the thing with wind is that it does disrupt like wind actually is i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it right now and i don't i don't give a crap who cares wind is bad a breeze is good wind is bad because wind disrupts right where if you're like say like you have a hat on wind it could blow your hat off into the street and a truck could run it over (laughs) your hat could get in an accident okay a truck could kill your hat commit vehicular hat slaughter okay um also wind uh it's like it can kick up dust into your eyes right and it does it frequently okay wind picks up allergens into the air it's like am i listening to a podcast hosted by the weakest man in the history of civilization yes you are i don't like when dust gets kicked up into my eyes call me silly okay um wind also what was i gonna say What if, like, the... Oh, God, actually, this is much scarier. I was going to be like, I bet police would be a lot more, um, like, would be a lot less scary and problematic if they just, like, just happily whistled and skipped everywhere that they went. But if that became standard where all police were whistling and skipping, I think that actually would be exponentially scarier than anything else that we could... That's, like, that's like SS shit. Um, so, what was I going to say? Speaking of... There's an author named Eric Larson, E-R-I-K, Lawson, (laughs) and he has a great book. Uh, He has a great Churchill book, but I'm reading a book by him right now. It's called In the Garden of Beasts. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, and it's about um, the Dodds, who were um, the family of a U.S. ambassador and the ambassador himself, and what their experience was like living in Germany as the Nazis were taking power in like 1933, 1934. And it's really, really interesting. So highly, highly, I'm, I'm like, I for a while just was not reading. And now it's hard to go to sleep because I read that every single night. It's so good. So anyway, uh, recommendation. If you're in the World War II shit, um, in the Garden of Beasts and uh, his writing style. I think I talked about this when I was uh, reading his Churchill book where essentially he takes like people's uh, like diaries of the uh, participants. So, you know, whoever like the uh, and, and like memos and letters that they were writing to people. And he like reads all those and then constructs a like narrative uh, story using those. So it's really good. Great, great historical book. But um. 
How did Nazis come up? Oh, uh, <laughs> police were skipping around and whistling. So <clears throat> I would say that that would be worse. Um, and also, now that it's getting cold, uh, also well, here, here as me, as a biker, as a cyclist, that's a thing. So I've always referred to riding on your bicycle as biking. But I believe biking is is actually a term for motorcyclists. Because you wouldn't say, oh, I'm going to go motorcycling today. It's like, okay, weirdo, you're not cool enough to ride this. Um, so I would say, so when I'm on my bike, bicycle, um, the to bicycle in wind, now I'm like self-conscious about the way I'm speaking, to cycle in wind is so much more difficult and unenjoyable. It's like, it's literally like you added 80 pounds to yourself and you're like why am i not moving fast why am i not and it's because you're cycling directly into a wind. um and also when it's cold piercing you can have an outfit that's completely appropriate to wear when it's not when it's cold out but if there's wind you're screwed now two more subjects for my fiance before we uh before we go so my fiance deactivated uh her instagram and um has like and by the way the this observation is going to seem like the most base level observation because we use Instagram every single day but it really is i think a really interesting observation and so true where she said that like and this sounds like a high thought it, it wasn't like this is a sober thought where she goes how isn't it so weird that we just post photos of ourselves and yes it is and I'm not even talking about people who, like, post thirst traps or something because that has an end goal, you know, of, like, I don't know, getting compliments. Maybe that is actually what it's all about no matter what picture you you post. You're looking for compliments, right? Like, like the likes translate to compliments. And I know you're all, like, a lot of you are probably thinking, like, yeah, no shit. But to someone who is not involved in this in the day-to-day, like or day to day <laughs> wait why, why did i just trip up on that day to day where i think at first i said day today it's day today it's night tonight but it's day today and it's morning to morning so um but yeah it is it is literally just for compliments so i just answered that she'll never listen to this i think she's listening through the wall she's she does that thing that she does where she puts like a cup to her ear and then uh puts it up to the wall just so she can hear what i'm talking about and it's it is uh very nixonian in my household where we do record each other's conversations and uh complain about um who did he com- who did he complain about not um was it dick van dyke Dick Cavett. (laughs) All he did was complain about Dick Cavett. Another recommendation on HBO right now, The History of Late Night, where I believe it was originally a CNN production, and it's like four or five part series on the history of late night. It's really, really good. You should give it a a watch. Give it a watch. God, I wish that I had been aware of how great Joan Rivers was, where, I, I mean, I'm sure there's like some sort of documentary on her, but like, what a interesting funny person because i'm 32 and just like did not like the the joan rivers that i knew was like plastic surgery punchline person like they, which is like fucked up that they turned her into that because she was like this comedic force that i did not comprehend how important she was so um 
yeah anyway that's just a side note but moving on um finally uh my fiance wanted me to talk about what if like I, like we had the kind of i was like that whipped you know like where i was just like oh yes um I will, whatever you want me to talk about, I'll talk about. I stop talking about, I, I stop like improvising and stuff. It's just like, so I would like to talk about wedding dresses. Um, No. So what was the last thing I wanted to talk about? Oh yeah, uh, Secession. So we were watching Secession. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. And she was like, why do they have to use jargon and these catchphrases? All the, not catchphrases, but like jargony slang, like, like worker slang, you know? It's just like, yeah, we'll shoot that up the ladder. Or like, is it locked? Do we have it? Do we have it locked? It's locked, you know. And I think it's funny, like, because I was wondering that too. And it's not because it's not business jargon. It's like business asshole jargon, you know, like a business ass. And I think it's so funny where this is like the comedic element of that show. By the way, this week's episode was the best episode of the season. It's really, really good and really, really, really funny. Um because I think I haven't loved this season as much as past seasons by any stretch of the imagination, but this past episode was really, really good. Um and uh that by the way, there is a dog in my neighborhood that whose bark sounds like it's a Roku remote moving and I'm and I'm we're an Amazon uh fire TV fire stick, I'll be honest. I would love to get a Fire TV, but right now I can only afford a stick. Hi, do you have any more Amazon Fire sticks back there? Oh, oh, you do. Oh, where, where y'all going? So, um, I would say, uh, the reason why they do that is to show how, like, because everyone on Secession, like every one of those characters, none of them are smart. Like, I don't think there's a single, like, character there that's like, like, completely competent right? They're all horribly incompetent or not smart and horribly insecure. And I think that people in that world need to use that sort of language in order to make themselves feel like, but obviously they're parodying it like on this show, but like, like, Oh, is it locked? Is it locked? Cause if you just say, uh, has the deal been completed? Your life is so boring that like, you'll just kill yourself. So that's why they do that. They're making fun of that need that those people have in that world. And by the way, when I say those people, I mean like a parody, like the worst people in that world. If you work an office job, that doesn't mean you're a bad person at all. I just mean like, you know, these like CEOs and uh, billionaires and like that sort of thing. All right. So that is the podcast for this week. Um, I'm going to try to get you guys, uh, get the patrons a... um, patreon exclusive this friday that is a travel day for me so that might be a little tough um thursday so yeah i'll be uh, talking about my special next um next episode it will be filmed good god though i hope it goes well so again if you know anyone in charleston this thursday november 18th um a few tickets are left uh grab them tickies and uh, and that's all that's all i have for you okay i love you all very much i will talk to you next week And Wexler, 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 Wexler.